The world needs hope now more than ever. Welcome to the Exalted Podcast, where every week I will bring you messages of hope, health, and healing. I want you to be unapologetic about your faith, your success, your health, and the miracles that God is doing in your life. I am your host, Jen Beyer. My mission is to equip you in your faith so well that you are able to be a hope dealer in your communities while being as generous as possible with your time, your money, and the talents the Lord has blessed you with. This podcast is sponsored by Exalted Health, where we are ending the war on women hating their bodies. Welcome back to the Exalted Podcast. I am so excited to have my new friend, Carrie Olson, with me here today. Carrie and I met a few weeks ago and just had an instant like connection, and that can only be the Lord. So Christy, I'm sorry, Carrie is a Christian business coach. She helps Christian coaches and experts to package the gifts, talents, and skills that God has given them into a one-of-a-kind and irresistible signature program. I love that. Uh, so they can confidently build a profitable coaching business and impact others for his glory, which is just probably why we connected so well right away. Uh, personally, she loves doing missions in her local community and around the world, and she loves adventures like skydiving, surfing, and scuba diving. That is why we are so connected. So I'm so excited to dig into your story here today. Carrie, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me, Jen. Excited to be here. Yeah. So take me back to like what this looked like when you first started coaching? Like, does it, was it just like something God dropped in your heart? Like, how did that start? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So it was in 2012, I was um, dealing with a cancer diagnosis and it was, it was really difficult. (laughs) I had three little kids and I, you know, always kind of thought I was a really healthy person person. It was a very just dark time. I felt very alone and information that I was searching for from my doctor just wasn't there. You know, when I asked why on earth was, you know, a seemingly healthy 35 year old, um, getting diagnosed. And he was like, Oh, don't even worry. Like you're young, you'll be fine. As if cancer just appears. Right. Yeah. I was not okay with that answer. And I was like, no, I need to dig into this. And gosh, what that opened up was a whole world of of education. And so I did go back to school to get a couple different certifications in health coaching. And that was my first foray. Um, I was a health coach for moms with cancer, just wanting to make meaning out of that experience that God Mm -hmm. has given me and walk with those that were also going through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what else was going on in your life at the time? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, the exact same year that I was diagnosed with cancer. um, Well, actually the year before my um, husband at the time was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and Mm -hmm. he really um, didn't want to get the help that he needed. Um, So when I was. How long had you guys been married at that time? 12 years. Okay. Yeah. But when I got diagnosed, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And he was like, this is too much. And just, I came home one day from running errands. He was sitting there on the porch with his backpack on and he's like, I'm out of here. And I had no clue that, you know, this was going to happen. The rug was pulled out from underneath my feet, but, um, yeah. Um, so were your kids at the time? They were three, five, and seven. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah. So, so you're going through cancer treatment. You have three young kids and husband mm-hmm. walks away. Yeah. Did you know the Lord at this time? I did. Yes. I grew up Lutheran, um, a very loving home. However, I didn't have a true relationship. He was mm. more just like, I was scared I was going to do the wrong thing and he was going to sure. be mad at me. So, but yeah, that's, that was really all this impetus was what brought me to the faith and the trust that I have now. And honestly, I'm so grateful for that yeah. experience because I'm not sure that it would have happened any other way. Um, right. And that's okay because he uses all things. He redeems all things. And to now be walking with him the way I am and the, the faith and the trust that I have, I'm like, okay, that was, that was totally worth it. <laughs> right. So, and I love that but share a little bit how you got there. Like go back to that moment where like your husband's walked away and you've got these three little kids, you're going through cancer treatment, which you know, I know how awful those are. Like, what's the first thing you did? Like, where did you, what'd you do? Oh gosh. Okay. So yeah. Uh, the first thing I did was just try and rely on my own strength, which <laughs> was a great learning experience, right? So I was like, okay, he's walked away. Um, he he wasn't helping with any child support. You know, I had a mortgage that was three times what I made as yeah. you know, a public working in a public school. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's do health coaching. And I added um, direct sales, and so I was working more and more, trying to just control things, you know, yeah, I've got to do this. And, oh my gosh, the hustle and the burnout. And like, I was just working like endless while trying to heal physically, emotionally. Were you done with your cancer treatments by that point? Um, not quite, not quite. So still going through that, you know, while also trying to be there for my kids who are like, where's my dad? (laughs) So it was a very, very difficult time. But again, like I said, um, I, I tried to control the situation until here's, here's the story. Um, we were living our, my home did go into foreclosure. Um, we had seven different sheriff sales where they would have to come and hand you the papers and tell you we're putting your house up for, you know, auction at the county courthouse, which is, yeah. oh my gosh, so And you're scary. still living in the house? Still living there. But yeah, yeah. just like the pressure, I, I couldn't even breathe in that place. Right. It, was just, yeah. it was very hard. Um, and so this, like... Again, somehow we know that there's no coincidences with God. So I'm doing air quotes with somehow, but the, the sheriff sale fell through seven times. Wow. And I think that was kind of when I'm like, this is not a coincidence. Like, yeah, I, I think God's got his hand um, on us here. But um, so we had been living in that house in foreclosure for about three years at that point. Wow. I didn't even know July. that was possible. I know not, not one payment um, because of how many times it fell through, but then it was July of 2015. And um, I walked out one morning, there he was again. The sheriff was sitting on my patio furniture in the backyard at 7 a.m. Oh ready goodness. to hand me <laughs> the papers again. And at this point, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this can't keep going. Like I was told yeah. if we were living in our house for a year, we were really lucky. So I'm sure. like, 
this is it. And so I remember going back in and I just cried. Um, and I was like, okay, I've got to prepare my kids because I had really been kind of sheltering them from so much, just wanting to protect their hearts and not scare yeah. them. But I remember thinking, okay, so at dinner, I'm going to sit them down and kind of just let them know a little bit about what's going on. And so we're sitting down eating our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I just told the kids like, guys, we're, we're going to be moving and um, I need to start saving for rent. And I want you to know that like, we have to cut out all your activities, like the dance and gymnastics and yeah. basketball that they just loved with all their heart. And then even though it was July, I don't know, for some reason, I thought I needed to prepare them that they were going to get one Christmas present. I'm like, <laughs> I want you to be grateful for it. Don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they just, I could see the fear in their eyes and yeah. I, they were nodding, but they were scared. And right. so I ran to the bathroom. I didn't want to like absolutely break down in front of them. And I'm yeah. sobbing into the towels and I don't even know how long I was in there. But at one point, my youngest daughter, her name is Amelie. And she came and she knocked on the door and I opened it up and she was standing there and she had her little pink cheetah print suitcase and she unzipped it. And she was like, mom, we're going to be okay. I have lots of things for us to sell for money. And oh. she had ran to her room. She put like her little treasures in there, like her seashells and her rocks and her books and her Barbies. And she was convinced that like, she's got us. And Faith like a child, man. <laughs> I still get chills telling that story, but like, yes, exactly. And that was the night I surrendered everything because it was so clear that I doing more and relying on myself and trying to control and hustle. And that was not going to work. And I just was mm. on my knees. I was like, Lord, I give you everything. I give you my home. I give you my businesses. I give you my kids, like have your way. Yeah. <laughs> So clearly not working on my own. And just that, that day changed everything. And, um, we went on to, he went on to, um, be there for us. And it was just a true miracle that we were able to walk through that my kids have as part of their story. And we lived in that house for six years and two months without. Wow. And when I was praying for, you know, more clients and more, you know, classes and me doing more, he was like, Carrie, I've got a way better way. Like, can you just relax and chill? Like, I've got you. You don't need to work yeah. more. And so that was such a blessing. And really, I, yeah, I would go so through the it last out. time that you, that the sheriff came, it's, you still didn't lose the house. No, we didn't. We had, okay. In the end, 17 sheriff sales that fell through. Oh my goodness. Until, um, the, the last year, my, um, my now husband and I, we met, we got married. He moved into my house. We tore down his house in Edina. We built our dream home and then we moved back in and I still own the house. And I'm like, just take this. I don't even want it anymore. So yeah, we were, we weren't even living there and it was still falling through for some reason. So. Wow. That, I mean, that has the Lord's hand all over it. 
Absolutely. 100%. And, and I, that was really, you know, just such a miracle. And I love sharing that story because God still does miracles every day. And yeah. So, so your cool. kids through this time, like, what are they, like, what was their transformation? Cause they're watching this happen, especially after you let them know what's going on. Yeah. Like what's their perspective of it? You know, my, my girls, I really had to kind of explain the importance of faith and trust and prayer and God's hand in your life. And, yeah. um, and, and they were able to get that. My son, he just, he always had this knowing, you know, God's got us. He Is he the oldest? He's the middle one. Okay. So, super interesting. However, yeah, God's he's got a special plan for, well, all of them, but (laughs) Jonah is my son and he wants to be a missionary, a pastor. Like he just has a heart for the Lord. And so I really feel like just walking in that experience firsthand as a young, young man, um, he, he's able to just tell that story to his friends and just, he, he developed the strength and the trust and the faith that I never had at that age. And that's such a blessing. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you met your husband, your now husband. Yeah. And what does that look like? Like you're still living in this house that's about to be foreclosed, right? Like talk about, I mean, at least in my life, when, when things are happening, my confidence gets shaken, right? Where were you at at this point? Like emotionally, like your faith, your trust, were you feeling stronger than ever? Or are you still like, this has been six years of this, right? Yeah. I, God was still working on me. He knew to, knew he needed to really develop a lot of things, strength, character. Um, but it, yeah, my husband really has had an interesting part in this because my gosh, bless his soul. <laughs> I broke <laughs> up with him, um, five times in two years. And- <laughs> I, I think I was just, I was still dealing with some of the hurts and I was scared sure. of being, yeah. again. and it just, it felt too good to be true. I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy. Like there's, mm. he's going to find, there's going to come a time where he just decides like carries not enough or something like that. Like yeah. that's, mm-hmm. I had some pretty deep hurts that still needed to be worked on and yeah. by God and healed. And so, but my goodness, he was so strong, so faithful. And at one point, um, I think this was probably the last time I broke up with him, but, um, he was just crying out to God at church one time. And he said, Lord, what are you doing? Like, you told me she's the one, like, yeah, I don't understand this. And it's probably, well, it is the only time, like he audibly heard God's voice. And he said, just show her the love and the grace that I have shown to you. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I know. And when she, you know, she's healed, she will minister to hundreds of thousands of women. So when he told me that I was just like, I mean, obviously I didn't know it at the time, but that's like the Holy spirit was just in that room. And yes, I needed love and I needed grace. And we got back together and within two months we were engaged and married, but he has just been a pillar of strength and truth for me. And I needed to be reminded of this, you know, still over these years, but (laughs) 
so good to be patient. And honestly, he is the man that I've prayed for my whole entire life. I just, I didn't know how good it could get. Yeah. And how long have you guys been married now? It'll be five years in November. So. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's so great. What a, what an incredible story. So then the Lord brings you through this and then yeah. you start coaching women yourself. So talk about that. Yeah. Another God story. Um, I just, I try and really just listen for him. I go where he leads me. Um, so in 2020, I was doing financial coaching for single moms. They had my heart and I just was like, I know how difficult it is to be walking through the stress of yeah. finances. And so I was convinced this was my thing. And I worked with a big ads agency and consulting and poured a whole bunch of money into doing a challenge for single moms. And I got, you know, about 350 people into my challenge. I was so excited to give them this amazing offer, which was 10 weeks of coaching for $67 and wow. <laughs> not one single person bought it. <laughs> so I was just like, what the heck, Lord? And I just remember that night I was crying and I just, I was telling Ty, my husband, yeah, oh my gosh, honey, like you have got to pray with me that God takes this desire for coaching out of my heart. Like this yeah. is so clearly not working. I can't take this any longer. <laughs> and, and Tag's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to pray that. You know, he was just so convinced. And so of course that next morning, I somehow ended up in a conversation with a coach that helps me turn everything around. I, so she showed me where I was going wrong. You know, what, you know, I wasn't doing. And so I pivoted again. Yeah. Um, and then it through, you know, even just doing some market research, I thought I was going one way and what I ended up doing, which is this business coaching is where I'm at now, but literally things can change so quickly when you're yeah. in alignment, doing the right thing, but then, you know, when God's behind you. And so I think in the first 53 days, I made 14,500, which wow. I've only ever lost money in like eight years of coaching. Yeah, so yeah, that's incredible. So are you willing to share a couple of the changes that you made? Yeah. So again, one of the biggest, it just, you know, logistically, strategically yeah. was the market research and sure. I, when I did health coaching for women with cancer, I developed what I wanted. When I did the finance coaching for single moms, I developed what I wanted. I didn't right. go to them. I wasn't using their words. I wasn't describing their pain to, in a way that made, made them feel like I was in their head. You know, I wasn't communicating what I was doing in a way that really connected. Yeah. And so when I did this again, I, I thought, okay, well, I won't do finance coaching. I'm going to do money mindset coaching for entrepreneurs. That's what I started out as thinking I was going to do. When I did the market research, I'm like, okay. I then understood that people with money mindset issues, they're not going to pay for that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so then what will you pay for? And just, you know, through uncovering all this, that's how I found out that I was going to do business coaching for Christian women. Um, I still do a lot of money mindset coaching within my program, but that's not how I market myself. Yeah. that's So, so there's good. a difference between the marketing and the fulfillment. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it is 
giving them what you know they want. And then once they're in, providing them with what you know they need. Yes, that's so, so good. That's yeah, so that good. Well, I love that you just shared so much of your heart here today. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with anyone that's listening to this, that's just feeling so drawn to your story? Maybe they've walked through some of the same struggles. Like what's on your heart? I think honestly, maybe one of the biggest pieces of business advice, if you're thinking of getting into coaching or, I mean, honestly, anything doesn't even need to be coaching is just um, like walk with the Lord. He has the best. Again, I just see again and again and again, there's so much better than what I had for myself. And the deeper that I was in relationship with him, you know, Mm. listening to him, looking to him, co-partnering with him. And just, you don't have to have the confidence to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do because of what I know. I am walking in. I I still don't know everything, Lord. I'm dependent on you. We're doing yes. this together. And just take that leap of faith. He will honor that. He will be there and just go for it. That's so good. Would you just pray for anyone listening today too? Uh, like you've conquered so much. And you know, once we've conquered something, we have authority over it and we can just call down heaven over people. And I just feel like this... Uh, just this breakthrough coming for people that are listening to this, that have walked some of the same things that you've walked. Would you just pray for anybody listening today? I would love to. Yes. Father God, I just thank you that this message, that this conversation will just reach those exactly that need to hear this. And I am just praying that more than anything, they just feel your love, your tangible presence, your walking with them, And running with them when you want them to run, but then also just pulling them up into your lap when they need to rest, Mm -hmm. to let them know that you are there, that you are rubbing their back and stroking their hair and just saying, daughter, I have got you. Do not worry. Do not be dismayed. I am with you. You are not alone. And more than anything, that they just feel your tangible love, your presence, and know that you are the God of breakthroughs, that we can partner with you to to walk out the calling, the plan, and the purpose. And they are always good, and they are always big, and that you have goodness ahead for us because of who you are. Mm -hmm. And when we have that reliance and dependence on you, we can walk in in faith and trust, but also just the confidence to be willing to take those big leaps because we know that you are with us. We just thank you for all that you are doing, all that you have done, and all that you continue to do in the lives of all these women. And in your holy, holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And where can people find you? Yeah, I am at... Um, braveabundance.com. That's my website. And, um, I mostly hang out on Facebook. So I would just love to like be a new friend with you. Um, Carrie Olson on Facebook. And I do have a group that, you know, you, I would invite you to join. It's called the profitable Christian coach for women. Um, to, to, yeah, just start nurturing that relationship. Love it. Love it. Well, the Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Super fun. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give me a five-star rating, write a quick review, and subscribe to the podcast. And share it with any of your family or friends that you feel like this episode could bless. It helps get the word out more than you know. Or if you know someone that's a hope dealer and has an incredible story that needs to be shared, go to my website at www.exaltedhealth.com forward slash podcast and fill out the podcast guest form. The world needs these stories of Jesus now more than ever. Or if you have a miracle or testimony of an incredible Jesus moment, you can go to our website and fill out the testimonial page for a chance to get a shout out on the podcast. We'll see you next time. 